0: The Cumberland County girls are starting to find their stride. The DeKalb County girls look forward to next season and the Upperman boys basketball team gets ready to start the District 7 AAA tournament. Joined now by head coach Kim Cram torres of the Cumberland County girls basketball program. 22-7 now on the season after beating Stone Memorial in the quarterfinals last night of the district tournament, 45-34. Coach Stone has played a couple of close games here late in the season against some really good opponents, yourselves included, and Livingston Academy last night uh, what did you like about the win or what did you think of the win last night to open up district play yeah,
1: i was really happy with how our kids responded um we knew that it was going to be tough um we knew that you know stone was going to come out and throw a lot of different uh, looks at us defensively and that we were going to need to kind of handle them um and i thought in the first half i thought we got some really good looks um, we just didn't knock them down. And in the second half, we were able to make those shots. So,
0: Coach, it's now four wins in a row after falling to Livingston Academy and Upperman, which, of course, uh, we know are some really good basketball teams. And you've beaten White County in the process to get you guys the third seed in the district tournament over that stretch. What have you liked about how your team has bounced back after those two close games?
1: Well, I like the fact that they bounced back. You know, um, I thought that was big. Um, and we we needed them to. And um, <clears throat> like you said, Livingston and Upperman are two really good teams. Um, I think that um, we haven't played our best basketball against either of those two programs yet, and so I'm I'm excited to get a chance to redeem ourselves against them.
0: Now you get a chance with the Upperman Bees coming up on Saturday uh, for the third time this season. Before we get into the matchup too much, Coach, you got five seniors on the roster this season. How much have you relied on them to step up and lead the team this season?
1: Well, you know, our leadership has been really important and we've preached it. You know, there's no reason um, to have a lack of maturity and a lack of leadership. And so we've had a few spots in the season where we felt like we lacked leadership. And so um, these bouncing back from those two losses was 100 percent based on our leadership. And so and that was led by our seniors. um, Last night's um, win was about leadership. And so um, I'm really proud of um, the leadership that the seniors have given us.
0: Talking with head coach Kim Cram Torres of the Cumberland County Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Well, coach, you mentioned that Upperman team and uh, excited for the opportunity for a chance to redeem yourselves from the first couple of times you played them. Most recently played them in Baxter, fell 61-51 to at the beginning of February. W- what is the toughest thing to prepare for when facing this Lady B's team?
1: Well, I think, you know, Dana always has, has been playing really well um, during this stretch of the season. And so that's the first thing is just um, coming in and matching their readiness. Um, and I think that's just, you know, how they're built is is those guys are ready come tournament time and playing their best basketball. So so that's the first step. The second step, obviously, is um, we have to make shots and we have to be aggressive. And um, I think that we lacked that the first couple times. And so um a couple seniors who who lacked some of that urgency have a chance to to fix that for you know, one more time. And um obviously Abigail Johnson is just a tremendous player um and kind of keeping her under control and not letting her have a huge um impact is is going to be important for us. She's going to have an impact, but we really have to kind of limit that in spots. And obviously Cobb is excellent. She's a great defender, and um, she gives us all kinds of problems. So, um, But, again, it's going to come down to our leadership and our senior play.
0: Coach, last year in the postseason, you get a buy into the semifinals of the district tournament after getting the one seed for the tournament, but we're unable to get a win in the three games. But of course, again, playing some really good competition in those three teams. This year, you've already gotten a win in the postseason here in that first game of the quarterfinals. How do you hope that win, along with the final few regular season games, kind of gives your team some confidence moving forward here in postseason play?
1: Well, I certainly liked having the buy last year, um, but I don't know if it it helped us overall. I mean, because either way, you're going to face the, the best teams, and so um, we got the buy last year, and the only thing we got was a few extra days, and I don't know if that kept our edge in in the in that process. And so, if anything, now we can say, okay, our routine is the same. You know, we don't have extra days off. Um, and so our routine s- stays relatively the same and so I think that's going to be really important for us and it kind of helps us to keep our edge.
0: The, the, the semifinals and the championship consolation rounds being played at Tech again this year you guys played there last year as well is it any different in preparing for games at a college uh, arena compared to just playing in the high school gyms?
1: I think it can be um <clears throat> I think that you know it's a little bigger, the spacing is different um, but you have to find a way to win um, my My whole logic is that if you win the first game, I'm just happy to be playing, so i'll play anywhere i'll play out in in the backyard if if that's where they want to play um I'm just happy that to to get the next games to continue to play with my team um, in regards of preparing you know our our kids have to be mature enough to know um that the spacing is going to be different the lighting is going to be different but it's not just different for us it's different for the other team as well so um i I don't know if it's that big of a difference
0: well it's it's going to be a fun matchup with the upperman lady bees coming up on saturday in the district semifinals coach before i let you go what does your team need to do well just in general to make a deep postseason run this year
1: i think we got to make shots I think we need to make shots. I think defensively, we're going to be who we are, Um, but we have to make shots, and our scorers have to continue to be aggressive and to attack in areas that we want them to attack. I think that's going to be the difference.
0: That's head coach Kim Cram Torres with the Cumberland County girls basketball team. Big matchup with the Upper Mid-Lady Bees coming up in the District 7 AAA semifinals on Saturday at Tech. Coach, we appreciate the time as always.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Welcome back to Cookville High School. As we're now joined by Cookville Cavaliers boys basketball coach Josh Hurd. You've won four in a row to finish the regular season, and you've had to fight off injuries during that stretch. How did you fight off those injuries to get those four big wins? Well, you
3: know, we've we've kind of altered practice a little bit so, you know, we could get the boys' cardio and not so much, you know, hinder them in, in their injuries just to try to, you know, keep them as healthy as possible. But just being able to have those, you know, when we only got five, you know, to have those five guys that are that are, you know, somewhat healthy, be able to practice with one another um, for a couple of days straight, you know, that that really helped us kind of get a little momentum going.
2: You play Lebanon on Monday. You'll get them right back here as the three seed. What are the pros and cons about seeing your first tournament opponent so soon?
3: Well, I mean, it, it regardless of when we play, you know, we know it's going to be a tough game. You know, even if it's Lebanon, Green Hill, Mount Juliet. Wilson, you know this this district is tough all the way down, top and bottom. So, you know, for us, you know, I'm glad we had a, a great game showing, you know, with those guys that we've had on the court, you know, on, on Monday night, and you know, we, we get some time off, you know, not being able, not have to play on Thursday, you know, we get almost a week off, and we can, you know, get ready to get ready to go on Saturday. So, the opponent is not so much the the issue is just making sure that we're going to be healthy enough and and in good standings, ready to play.
2: Where are this team's strengths and weaknesses right now heading into the district tournament? Well, I tell you, man, just being able to
3: to play with one another uh, and fight for one another—that's been our biggest our biggest deal. And one of the things that we've tried to do all year long is just have those kids hold each other accountable, and not so much have it to be a coach that they have to be accountable for. And, and, I, and I think it's coming through now. You know, we've got guys who've been playing a lot of minutes and. Uh, You know, our sophomores are coming along great, you know, and our juniors are are leading the way and playing strong. And, and, you know, our long senior, you know, he he comes up in senior moments, you know. So, you know, just those guys being able to play for one another, I think that's been the biggest thing, the biggest success piece for us all year.
2: Let's talk about your staff for a moment. When it comes to them, what are some things you try to turn to them on or try to lean on them for in in games and practices and stuff like that?
3: You know, for me it's totally – it's, it's different from a lot of coaches because I have my own two personal sons on, on the team that I coach, and one of the biggest things that I have them do is to hold me accountable to make sure that I'm being a coach to them and not a dad to them. You know, sometimes, you know, as a dad, I can I can go overboard and yell at them a whole lot more than I would a coach than I would, you know, any other player. So that's one of the biggest things that they've done for me and and, you know, and my boys all year, that they, you know, they get on them and... You know, and they also get on me, and they they'll tell me if I'm being too harsh, if I'm overboard. You know, I need to ease up, uh, and I and I trust them with their judgment. You know, and you know all all through the year, you know, when we running plays, running defenses, you know, I, I'll look towards them and just ask, you know, hey, what, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? You know, and a lot of that, you know, it just goes along with how much we've meshed together that their their take on most of the things are the same as mine. So you know we're seeing the same things and and there's times where they see things that I don't see, you know, and i um and I'll bring that up you know in huddles or in practices, so you know throughout practice, I will say the last you know maybe the last three weeks of practice or so, you know, uh I've cut out time that the players just go to them, and they do not come to me. I want them to be able to 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 get it from another standpoint and not so much have to be around me the whole entire time, so you know i I trust them with, with everything.
2: Who do you see as some of the leaders on this basketball team?
3: You know, it's tough, man. It, it goes all the way around. You know, we have, you know, Bennett Reeves, he's, he's our Mr. Everything. You know, he's a, uh, he's not, it's not like he's tall and just crazy athletic, but he just, he's everywhere. You know, he fights for every ball. He plays defense hard. He rebounds. Um, you know, he's, he, he he's our glue guy. So, you know, a lot of the guys listen to him and uh and try to play as hard as him you know and you know everyone knows about Josh because of his you know his stature and you know he's you know he he scores a lot in his skill set so you know he he's he's probably the most vocal one out of all of them on the court on practices um, in the locker room you know uh, getting things together team meals team activities you know he's the one that everyone goes to you know so um you know they always look at him you know towards that but you know, one of the things that that he does, you know, he'll before he'll make a decision, he'll 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 ask the senior, you know, and and just to make sure that he's okay with it, and 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 if it's something that he wants to do. So you know, the boys look at look at each other, you know, and and they hold each other accountable, and that's something that that I think that's what championship teams have.
2: You get to host the district tournament this year, knowing you don't have to travel at least for the next three, four, or five days. Does that play into anything and into how you prep and stuff like that?
3: It does. It really does, man. You know, and it's and it's great that we get to play it here at our own house. We get to have our own fans here. Um, You know, in the past, you know, we don't – we haven't have that big of a student section at some of these away games because we got to travel so far, you know, for the district game and region games. But um just to have the district game, the district here –
2: you know, it means a lot. Cavaliers boys basketball coach Josh Hurd.
0: Welcome back on the high school playbook. We're joined by head coach Michael Green of the York Institute girls basketball program. The Dragonettes getting ready to start their trek back to the glass house tomorrow night against Jackson County in the District 5 to a semifinals. Coach, I want to go back uh, somewhat to last season and, and this season as well. From a statewide perspective, I feel like York was kind of seen as maybe the surprise in 2A last year when you guys made the state finals. A couple of nice wins in that state tournament. Uh, but now this year, you guys have certainly cemented yourselves as one of the front runners to get to that state title game is that kind of the same feeling that you guys have within the program right now starting the postseason
4: uh yeah i think last year we surprised a lot of people uh well people some people forget though you know the year before we were one game away from uh from getting to the to the state tournament uh in the sub-state we lost down to uh max county uh and then this year or last year sorry we uh you know, I think we came uh, came a long way there at the end of the season, and uh, really, really shocked people, especially you know, getting to the state championship. Because I think we were basically playing, you know, what at uh, you know, probably the best best three teams that were in the tournament last year, uh, and then this year, you know, we're we're hoping to get back again. Uh, you know, the mindset we've built a mindset now in the program that you know, every year. We want to be a contender. And when, when I took over the job, I told them, you know, my, my goal was to be a state contender every year. And, uh, I think uh, we're going on year four now. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, hopefully we can be in that conversation for several years to come.
0: You guys have taken on a really tough schedule this year obviously. Uh, you've played the likes of Cookville, Coffee County as well just a couple of losses on the season. Uh, you guys haven't lost since December 13th against that Cookville team. Beat them uh, the second time around at home. How much confidence did it give the team that's uh, saying, "Hey, we can beat this really good 4A ball club and and just kind of building you guys into the postseason?
4: Uh, we Uh we well, I mean, we knew we could beat Cookville uh I mean, we're not, you, you know, we're not going to line up against Cokeville, play them 10 times, beat them 10 times. was a great team. Uh, but we knew if we played like we could and and did what we needed to do that we could beat them. Uh, we didn't beat them down there, but, uh, the year before last, I think we, uh, we beat them up here and they beat us down there. So it's kind of been over the years, uh, them beating us at their place and us beating them here. Uh, it was great. It was a great, uh, confidence boost though, because like, like you said, we hadn't had, A real competitive game, and uh, I was I was very interested to see how we would respond. And uh, you know that's why we made the schedule like we did. That's why, that's why I put Cookville, you know, the last week of the season, and that's why I had Oakland the very last game of the season because we wanted two really tough games, you know, before we started off tournament play.
0: Of course, that Oakland one on the road, and like you said, kind of just building more confidence, getting into the postseason. Coach, uh, you guys dealt with some injuries in the middle of the season. Is everyone pretty much healthy and fully ready to go now in the postseason?
4: Yeah, right now, uh, you know, God willing, we're we're all healthy. Uh, you know, uh, Rayleigh got hurt back before, right before we played Cook for the first time, and Josie we hadn't she missed the first six, seven weeks of the of the season. Well, actually, probably almost two months is first of the season she's just now she's getting back she's finding her groove getting back in her groove she's uh you know she's coming along starting to see uh you know what we'd hope for at the start of this season but uh you know everybody's healthy and we got to make sure we stay that way that's 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 a big key to making a making a long run to postseason staying healthy between injuries and illness you know you a lot of sickness going around so hopefully we can stay uh healthy and on both ends
0: Talking with head coach Michael Green of the York Institute girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders. Coach, what have you been most impressed with from your squad this season?
4: Uh, probably, uh, number one is just, uh, the, the way that they bond, the team bonding they have, especially with so many freshmen that, that have came in, uh, which has not really been a surprise. It's more, uh, it's probably what I'm the most proud of from them, uh, Offensively, I've been I've been impressed. Offensively, just as far as how much we've improved from the start of the season and even the middle of the season, we we've, we've made some uh, dramatic improvements here. The last, especially over the last month, we've gotten a lot better offensively. Uh, and you know, we we normally we play pretty good defense. And if we're playing good defense and, and we've got some offense going, uh, we're usually going to be in in most games that we're playing in. Uh, but the progress offensively is probably uh, what I'm what I'm most impressed with this season.
0: Gotta ask about one of your younger players, and uh, well, uh, she's got a lot of experience. Your sophomore in Reese Beatty, who is a Miss Basketball finalist in two A, and obviously we knew she was pretty special last year in her freshman season as well. How cool is it to see that she was named a finalist, and how nice is it to have that type of player on your team?
4: Oh yeah, that's huge. As a uh, you know, as a sophomore, get named. Uh, a Miss Basketball finalist. Uh, she was in a conversation for it last year. Uh winner it would win or lose, uh, you know, just to be recognized as a top three finalist in your in your classification, uh that's And like I said, being a being a sophomore. Hopefully she wins it this year. Uh but she's uh you know, for all these college uh these division one offers, uh all the recognition she gets, she's extremely humble and uh she's very unselfish. And uh you know, she's she's probably about a once-in-a-lifetime player that comes through just just for, she's got all the tools, and, and the biggest thing is her, you know, she has a great attitude, and uh, she's extremely humble.
0: Coach, uh, let's talk about the game you got coming up. It's a Jackson County team that's a little bit younger. You faced them twice already this season in district play and beat them pretty handily both times. How might the third time around be a little bit different with the Lady Blue Devils?
4: Anytime you play anybody three times, you know, and that third time, if you beat them twice already, that third time's always, you know, hard to beat somebody three times in a row. Uh, so we're, we're, we've got to make sure we show up ready to go. I mean, it's tournament time; anything can happen. Uh, but you know, they, they may try to mix some things up and do some things different uh, defensively. So, you know, hopefully we'll we'll show up ready to go from the tip, and uh, you know, give four solid quarters
0: lastly coach what are two or three things that your team has to do well here in the postseason to make it back to murfreesboro again
4: well number one we got to stay healthy uh number two we got to be humble and not overlook anybody you don't want to you don't want to be looking ahead at, at the next game and end up getting knocked off by a team that, that shouldn't knock you off and you know then you would be sitting at the house uh so those are the most important things uh you know staying healthy and and we've got to make sure we, uh, you know, we perform well when we're on the floor, but uh, I think the two biggest keys are just staying healthy and humble and uh, you know enjoying the experience and, and not not looking too far down ahead down the road and making sure we take care of who we got on the, on the floor
0: coming up. That's it Coach Michael Green with the York Institute girls basketball program, they get Jackson County in the district five2A semifinals coming up tomorrow night to start their postseason play. Coach Green, we appreciate the time. Hey, thanks for having me. Joined now by head coach Linus Martin of the Monterey Boys basketball program. Coach, a final regular season record of nineteen and twelve, four and four in District Five two A play, and it got you guys the three seed in the district tournament, which will begin on Friday against Jackson County at home. Coach, I'll start it off. What were your thoughts on this regular season?
5: Uh finished a lot better than I probably thought we would. Uh I was just thinking about that this morning. We've probably played a third, two thirds of the season without Brandon. I think he got hurt about game 11, somewhere in there. So we have played what, 31 games? No, 30? Is that right? 31 games?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yep.
5: 31 games. That's a lot of high, That's a lot of regular season basketball games. Probably more than most. Uh, to have 19 wins, I'm 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 uh, proud of the kids. I think that's something they probably overachieved uh, somewhat. Uh, they battled through adversity a lot of times throughout the year, trying to figure out things how people were guarding us, what was changing, things that we could do to get better. Uh, so I thought we made a lot of strides down the stretch. Um, I'm just looking to hope to build off that heading into the district tournament, put up a good performance against Jackson County a lot better than we did in the regular season.
0: Coach, before we get into that matchup too much, I know the last time we had talked was right before that midway game at home, and you had been talking about how you guys were still trying to figure some things out offensively with the absence of Brandon, who went down in December with the injury, and it sounds like they've been able to at least play a little bit better. Has that been the case here in the last few weeks?
5: Yeah, we we we're, we're still don't score great. You know, it's just not consistent from everybody. Um, I think our second leading scorer is averaging around seven points and our thirds around four and a half. So gives you an idea of where we are scoring wise. So, you know, that's been inconsistent. It'll be a good and then it'll be a bad. If we could have it a consistent and get 12, maybe 10 points from our second and third leading scorer and four to six out of the rest of the guys, we'd be all right. But it's, you know, it's kind of been up and down. Uh, we're rebounding a little bit better, uh, defending a little bit better. Everything's a little bit better, uh, holding people down a little bit better. So that's kind of kept the offense maybe not to look as bad. Uh, I think it's, we've made strides, and uh, hopefully we've put in enough, and we're at a good point to uh, hit our peak right here and and play our best basketball. I feel like the best basketball has got to be ahead of us. Uh, it just It just feels that way.
0: Well, the fun thing for you guys, you get to host the district tournament coming up on Friday. And be, I, I know I want to get into that matchup with Jackson County, but h- how nice will it be just to be able to stay at home for the next few ball games? And, and how much do you think it might play an advantage for you guys?
5: God, I don't know. That's a great question. You know, sometimes I've, I've always thought playing on the road is easier, less to deal with, uh, less pressure. Uh, you're at home, you're probably more on you, expected to win. I uh, feel like there's more on you to achieve things. Uh, if you if you're, if your students come out and they support you and they're there and they're, and they're in the game, and then it's, it's definitely a plus from that aspect, not having to drive, not having to do things. Uh, so, but I think there's that added pressure. Maybe it gives us a push at a certain time in the game. You know, Friday night, maybe against Jackson, it maybe puts us over the hump. I, I don't know. Uh, I'd rather play it here than than at another place in the district. So we'll take our chances with it, and and, and hopefully we'll do something with that opportunity that we've been given.
0: Coach, uh, fell to this Jackson County team twice in the regular season. You mentioned uh, playing at home, fell to him 53-41 at home earlier this year. Well, what does your team have to do a better job of in this third game to get into the district championship game?
5: Well, it's pretty simple for me is rebound. <laughs> we can't ever keep them off the glass enough. To, 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 eliminate the second chance points. We let them, we let them hang. I told them, man, if you could just keep them guys to one shot and done, you got a great chance to win, you know, grind the clock, uh, take care of the basketball, make some timely shots. At our place, we didn't play bad. We had bad runs at the end of the second and third quarter. I think the game with a minute to go here in the third is a three point game and we gave them a five, oh, run and I want to think 56 seconds and that game swung to eight going into the third rather than three or less uh, so that swung They're going to third place I didn't feel like we were in the game at all uh, we tried something different defensively didn't work they shot it well I think they hit five threes in the first quarter uh, we'll defend that a lot better hopefully uh, they've got some kids capable of making some shots that are doing a lot better uh, on their end uh, they've got the district player of the year Kendrick's out there he rebounds like crazy uh, Jordan rebounds like crazy. They score two very talented kids. Then they got Stacy leading the point. It just does an amazing job as point guard, you know, right, running the ship and getting it going in the right direction. I won't think he hit seven threes night against Short. Uh, so it's a very talented basketball team, well coached basketball team. We'll have to play our best, uh, Friday night to be in the game. But I think if we can hit some, some of our other kids can make some open shots because they're going to be open and they're going to leave them open. And if they can make those and make some big free throws down the stretch and keep them off the glass, I think we we got a good chance to win.
0: Coach, do you think it allows your guys to play with a little bit more freedom this time around, knowing that they at least get two more games after this one? Yeah,
5: that's what somebody was asking. How many games you got left? I said, well, you got you know you're going to play Friday and you're going to play Tuesday and then you're going to be in the region on the next Saturday. So I said you got three games. You know, let's, let's get better. Let's see what happens. We have a great chance Friday night to do something special. Uh, it's a 32 minute opportunity and you're going to have to play well. You're going to have to play extremely well. If you don't, uh, we'll, we'll, we won't come out on top. Uh, probably going to have to play our best game of the year. I think we're capable of that, of uh, putting all the pieces together, sharing the ball, uh, just playing good team basketball and just see what happens going into the region and place ourselves with a, Maybe we're playing for the district championship Tuesday night. I so said, you've got to believe those things to achieve those things and I think it's in our DNA to do that, but it's we're gonna to have to get a little bit more out of certain kids that we've had and and then maybe this is their breakout game. That's for teams to advance, other kids gotta play well. And I'm hoping that's what happens.
0: It can be anybody come postseason play. That's head coach Linus Martin with the Monterey Boys basketball team. They get Jackson County in the district five two A semifinals coming up Friday night at home. Coach Martin, we appreciate the time as always.
5: Thank you, Jacob. Y'all are at me any time, and thank you for everything you do. Okay.
0: Joined by head coach Bobby McWilliams of the Upperman Boys Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook. Coach finished the regular season with an 18 and 7 record overall, eight and four in District Seven Triple A play, in the third seed in the district tournament, which starts tomorrow night. Uh, you'll get Cumberland County in an elimination game tomorrow night. Coach, before we get into the matchup, uh, what were your thoughts on this regular season?
6: Uh, you know, uh, our kids, um really. Um, kind of rally around each other, and um, you know, I, I think we continue to get better from uh, start to finish. Um, we had uh, unfortunate injuries that um, you know kind of uh, set us back as far as um, <clears throat> how we were doing things earlier in the year, and uh, we had to change that pretty quickly. So, but as a whole, you know, I've been pretty pleased with our guys. Um, we've been extremely competitive in every game, and um you know just um and we've continued to work hard every day and just get better each and every day and that's as a coach that's about all you can ask
0: coach i know we've talked about the injuries and, and you and tom have as well throughout this season on the playbook and, and namely your senior and a.j nash went down with an injury in december and kind of had to change things i would assume offensively and defensively how proud are you of your guys that have been able to kind of change that in mid-season and still play some pretty good basketball
6: Absolutely, and, you know, we're incredibly uh, proud of these guys. They've just, um, you know, kind of rallied around each other, got next man up, and uh, we have definitely, um, you know, um, been able to to change, um, been able to change, um, you know, kind of on the fly. And as a result of that, our guys have um, – have really responded in 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 a you know uh, I guess a way that um, was probably more than we expected, but I'm just super proud of them for stepping up and doing what they needed to do, and um, um, just couldn't be any happier for them and their progress.
0: Coach, quite a few district accolades for your guys. How cool is it to see so many guys gain some recognition from their play this season?
6: Uh, you know that's as a coach that's that's good to see. Uh, we sure, uh, uh, we, 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 anytime as a coach, you want, you want those kids to get recognition for what they were doing. And we definitely had some on that list and, uh, you know, we're really happy for them. It's not why they do it, but it's definitely fun to see them get rewarded when they do.
0: Talking with head coach Bobby McWilliams of the Upperman Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Well, coach, uh, you've had a few days to get ready for a familiar opponent in Cumberland County, uh, beat them by 13 and then 15 earlier this year. Of course, uh, they got a pretty big win against DeCamp County late in the season. It's a Cumberland County team that has uh, has some young players, but they've got a couple of really good seniors as well. well what makes this Jets team kind of sneaky to prepare for?
6: Well, you know, they looking at the coaches voting, you know, they've, uh, Reed was first, was first team, Woodward is, uh, second team. And, you know, they're top two of the top 10 kids in our league for sure. Um, they've also got a couple other kids in the Premier that can shoot it. Uh, they've developed a little bit of bench as the, as the season has progressed. And now they're playing about seven guys, eight guys sometimes. Um, you know i I think anytime you 've got two kids that can get twenty on you at any given time, I think that just that's a nightmare to defend. You know most of our games they 've been in uh, in the league i 've talked about coming county games with anybody else in our league uh, they have actually been right in the game with most most of the teams they've played against, and then uh, it seems like they 've lost that that lead there or you know the, the teams have been able to separate away from them a little bit and had to a little bit late. Um, I just think anytime you have two players of that magnitude, it just creates so many other opportunities for other kids to step up. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a challenging task for us, but, um, you know, fortunately we have played them a couple times as they have us, but, uh, you know, we just feel like that gives us an opportunity to understand a little bit better, uh, understand their team a little better. So hopefully we can, um, scheme enough that we can slow those guys down just a little bit and uh, be able to win.
0: Uh, it's also another home game for you guys in Baxter of course you guys have a really good home court advantage of beating them once already there this season as well as a lot of other teams at home how much do you hope that that is an an advantage for your guys and if you are able to build a lead keep on building that with the help of your crowd behind you
6: absolutely you know um, our school is second to none as far as uh, support behind our team and um, you know we're very fortunate that people do support a basketball program like they do, and um, we definitely hope that that can work to our advantage. Um, you know, if you're getting the opportunity to play at home and um, in the, in postseason, that's about all you can ask for as far as any kind of advantage. And you just hope it gives that to you. But uh, you know, this time of the year, everybody starts out with a zero zero record, so um, you know it's it's uh, you're just like starting over. There's a lot on the line. Everybody knows it, but uh, we're definitely uh, happy to be playing at home for sure.
0: Coach, lastly, what are some keys that need to happen for your team to make a deep postseason run this year?
6: Uh, you know, I I think we need to keep doing what we're doing. If we can just get a little bit more consistency throughout each game, I think playing a full 32 minutes for us on both ends of the floor. If we can do that, then we can, we can possibly make some noise as we get into this stretch, uh, we have been progressively building up to that as the season has went as we as we went through, especially since you know uh the first of january um and I've been just you know pleasantly surprised with with how our guys um ha- have been progressing and and we just hope that we're able to come out and play relaxed and and uh, we can play uh you know, good defense and and be able to flow good on offense for 32 minutes.
0: That's Upperman Bees Boys Basketball head coach Bobby McWilliams as the Bees get ready to take on the Cumberland County Jets in seven AAA quarterfinals and an elimination game for both sides. Coach McWilliams, we appreciate the time as always.
6: Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: Joined now by Head Coach Brandy Alley of the DeKalb County Girls Basketball Program. Coach fell to a good White County team last night, 87-62, to to bring your guys' season to a close. And Coach, I'll, I'll start it with the game first off. What did White County do well to make it difficult last night in that quarterfinal game?
7: They absolutely killed us on the offensive rebounds. They were going to go after it in their bigger body post players went in there and um, just cleaned up the boards and we had we struggled keeping them off the boards
0: coach you finished with an overall record of 14 and 15 go four and eight in district play in the regular season what were your thoughts on your first season in smithville as head coach
7: you always want your record to be a little bit uh, better than that you know you don't want to be split but um i'm very proud of how the girls finished out the season i think that You know, we worked out a lot of kinks this first year, and there at the end, Every single kid was playing as hard as they possibly can. So the way we ended, I'm very proud of. and It's a fantastic place to start for growing for next year.
0: Coach, it leads me right into my next question. You mentioned some of the close games down the stretch, namely Cumberland County, a game you guys only lost by four, also led Livingston Academy at halftime a few weeks ago. What do games like those ones do for the team's confidence as you now head into the offseason and get ready to prepare for next year?
7: It just reminds them that when they have the fight in them, that they can keep growing. And, um, you know, games that are that close, those those hurt more because you're right there at it. But to show the girls how far they've grown from the beginning of the season as players and as people, and understanding that a lot of schools are losing a lot of players and we're losing a key player with Maddie Martin, but she's our player on the court that is um, graduating. So we'll be having a lot more people returning next year, and then they realize that they get a chance to continue to grow, and some schools are graduating out.
0: You mentioned graduating away seniors, and namely Madison Martin. What what has she meant to you, especially here in your first season, and just to the DeKalb County program in general?
7: Well, both of my seniors have meant a a lot this year, and um, Madison Martin has done a great job, um, especially here late just leading through effort and making extra hustle plays and filling roles that's needed from the team. She has been a good communicator throughout. She's always willing to try to talk to me about everything and um, just trying to calm the team down using her senior experience. And then you've got Dara Ramsey, who is just one of the most beautiful teammates you could ever have. She is always bringing everybody in a better mood. She is pouring everything she's got into it. And um, it was fun watching her grow this year as a person and as a ball player. And unfortunately, you know, she's she only played for two years. But both of them have taken on this mom role, as you do as a senior, and just filled the gaps the team needed. And that is all you can ask for so they set a great example for the next year's leadership
0: talking with head coach brandy alley of the DeKalb county girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders the DeKalb county lady tigers fell to white county in the district seven triple a quarterfinals which was an elimination game so their season comes to a close and uh, head coach brandy alley's first season with the lady tigers and coach uh, what are maybe one or two things that you have learned from the head coaching position that you'll take into your number two
7: Um, Understanding that, you know, things aren't going to go your way and you need to be able to take some hits. That's one of the biggest ones. You know, just there's always a lot of pressure on you as the head coach when all of your decisions come on to you. And then um, just fully understanding to use those around you. And I've used a lot of my family that's been there. I've leaned on Coach a lot. I've leaned on older people in our community that has been willing to help out and just using a support system, and so next year I'll just be able to have that support system built up and lean on them more.
0: Well, Coach, now what is the plan going into the offseason? You've mentioned how you've got a lot of talent returning next year, and so it's exciting times for DeKalb County, but as you head into the off season, what what's the plan as you get re- back and ready to go for next season?
7: Of course, your first thing is a couple of days break, you know, at least um, giving them a chance to get their bodies back in under them and enjoy what they've done. Um, you know, as soon as we can start skill session, we will. We just, I will always want to be in a gym with someone at some point. So just talking with the girls and seeing where their heart and heads are at and seeing where we're going to go from there and just approaching next season as a, hey, we're not all having to learn from scratch again. So now we have a chance to build instead of relearn.
0: Well, speaking of building, what are some of the areas that you would really like to see this team improve as you head into your number two?
7: Definitely boxing out, especially after the Clark County game. But just building on who we are and making our strength stronger.
0: That's head coach Brandy Alley with the DeKalb County Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time and uh, congrats on a first successful season in DeKalb County. Joined now by head coach Jimmy Miller of the Livingston Academy Boys Basketball Program. Coach, 23-4 and 4 overall on the season, 9-3 and 3 in 7-AAA play in the district. But what were your thoughts on the successful regular season this year? Um, you know...
8: Extremely happy for these guys. I'm happy for how they were able to finish. I know how hard they've worked in the offseason. I know how hard they worked to prepare for this one. Um, I, I was surprised a little bit that they were able, as young as our team is, to uh, continue to compete with the intensity that they have. And it kind of spoils you because you start uh, expecting it night in and night out, and it's a hard thing to bring. It's a hard thing to do. So um, our senior leadership was great, and I couldn't be more proud of these guys.
0: Undefeated inside at Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium for the first time since the 2008-2009 season. How special is it that, especially considering the competition you guys had faced at home this year?
8: Yeah, that's that's the thing. I think we've had a lot of tough home games, and uh, that that that's a hard thing to do. Um, it's for those guys to be able to to uh, win in this gym all year long and, and not drop one at home that that's that's taking focus i think is one of the biggest things is to come in focused and getting after it regardless of who they've played so that it, it, from that aspect it's been very special
0: obviously a couple of fun ones last week wins against upperman and stone memorial before heading into the district tournament how big were those two wins just for the team's confidence heading in here to the district tournament
8: well you said it i think it was huge and it was huge because of the confidence I think it gave us, uh, I think it gave us the confidence after the Upperman win to come in and think, hey, you know, we can compete with these guys and we, can, you know, can come in here. And we know that we're, we're better than we, uh, the showing that we gave at Stone the first game. And I think these young guys, they were, they were itching to prove that.
0: It was a lot of fun as well. Your seniors, like you said, have stepped up all season long. Another one of those games where they stepped up and played some good basketball. Well, Coach, you get at least one more home game this season as you'll open up the district tournament with an elimination game against Macon County. have already beaten the Tigers twice this season fairly handily. What's going to be difficult about beating them a third time around?
8: Uh, like you said, it's not regular season anymore. And, uh, focusing to be able to come in and play a team that you beat twice is a, and to try to do it a third time, it's an extremely hard thing to do. I've been in that situation before. It's hard to perform well and it's hard to, uh, it's hard sometimes to, uh, for young guys, not to look past a game like that that they feel like they should win because they've won twice already. So we have to focus and take this one game at a time.
0: Coach, you've won two games in a row against two really good teams. What would you like to see your team continue to do well here in the opening round of the district tournament?
8: Uh, just like you said, play loose and play confident. Uh, you know, we we uh, we do some things well, but I think um, the thing we do the best is I think we play. Really good team basketball, and I think that's been kind of the secret to their success this year, that these guys play well together, and, you know, there's no animosity, no jealousy for success. They they actually support and, and um, get excited for each other, and, and that's a fun thing to get to witness.
0: That's head coach Jimmy Miller with the Livingston Academy boys basketball team as they get ready for Macon County in the opening round of the District 7 AAA quarterfinals.
2: Jake Wallman on UC Sports Nation now joined by Cookville Girls head basketball coach Jamie Gillis of the Lady Cavaliers heading into the district tournament. What are this team's strengths and weaknesses?
9: I think our, our strength um, is defense. You know, we, we take a lot of pride in, in how we defend and um, getting up and pressing people and, and making sure that, you know, we're staying in passing lanes and getting rebounds and things like that. So, you know, we we do well on the offensive end too, but I, I think our, our biggest strength is our defense.
2: You've had another really good season this year and you won another regular season district title last night. Where does the model of consistency come from?
9: Well, I think that's just the, the culture we try to build that, you know, we're you know, we, we don't change year to year. We work on those little things. We we defend, you know, we work hard in practice. Um, you know, they they get along on the court. We we're all about we and not about me and, and I think that's just uh, you know, flowed over from last year to this year and hopefully it'll it'll be that way every year.
2: Who are the leaders on this basketball team?
9: Uh Jordan Gillis and Cassie Gallagher are, are definitely our, our leaders. You know, they they uh they do a great job. Seniors, you know, both going to play at the next level and um have had, both Both of them have had big, big years.
2: When it comes to your staff, what are some things that you like to lean on for them and turn to them for?
9: Well, two of the players on our team are my daughters. And so um, I just, I always try to talk to, uh, Coach Rohr and Coach Pickett about, you know, if they're saying the same things that I am and asking them their opinions, uh, especially about playing time and, and different plays that we run and things like that. And, you know, they they, they do a great job. And Coach Rohr watches a lot of film, and so he and I talk a lot about, you know, what he saw in film. And then, you know, Co- Coach Pickett just helps me run through practices and just making sure that we're, we're getting it all, you know, that we're all on the same page. And so that they do a great job.
2: By the time you play your first tournament game, you will have seen your first round opponent twice What are some things you have to game plan for and watch for in the prep time that you have over the next couple days?
9: Well, because there's only five teams in our district, you know we don't start playing until after January. So we just played each other twice already in the last you know month and a half, and so then we'll turn around, you know, and and play two teams a third time. And you know when you do that, you you kind of know. You know, you definitely know their personnel. You know that what kind of defense they run. And, you know, and so just trying to we, – we just try to stay consistent on our end and make sure that we, you know, know who we're trying to find and make sure we're, you know, doing all those little things that we work so hard on.
2: You get to host the district tournament this year. Knowing you don't have to travel this year to go play, does, is that something that you factor in, next, in the, over the next four or five days when it comes to, like, game planning and prep time and stuff like that?
9: Um, not something we really game plan for. I mean, it's nice to be at home and have the home court advantage, but you know, we, we, we play every game, you know, the same way, just, you know, show up and play wherever we are and whoever we're playing. It's just, it's definitely nice to be at home.
2: This has been Cookville Girls head basketball coach Jamie Gillis at Cookville High School. I'd like to give a shout out to all the
0: coaches who joined the high school playbook this week. Some teams saw their seasons end last night, and we want to give a special congratulations to all the seniors, especially those who played in their final basketball game. Here's a look at the games coming up tomorrow night. In the District 7 single A girls Tournament, number one Clay County gets number four Red Boiling Springs at six o'clock, and then number two Pickett County gets number three Clark Range. You can hear that game on UC Sports Nation at 7:15. In 5-2A on the girls side, York Institute takes on number four Jackson County at six o'clock, followed by number two Sequatchie County and number three Monterey. The seven AAA boys quarterfinals are tomorrow night. All of these are elimination games. Number four, White County hosts number five, DeKalb County. Number three, Upperman takes on number six, Cumberland County. And number two, Livingston Academy will play number seven, Macon County. That one can be heard on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV beginning at 640. That's all the action tomorrow night and even more Upper Cumberland postseason basketball coming Friday and Saturday. Make sure to tune in to the live edition of the High School Playbook this coming Saturday morning at 9 on Rock 93.7. I'm Jacob Vincent. Thanks for listening to the High School Playbook.